Mind of Man, Mind of God, number 26. It's January the 28th, 2007. Fourth Sunday in Ordinary Time. Hi, Dave. Hey, Reiner. How's it going? Oh, it's going. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Except for our website crashing, everything's fine, right? Yeah. I don't know. We don't know if it crashed or it's just gone. I don't know if they're doing maintenance. It's just not there right at the moment. I'll, I might have to do something. <laughs> Maybe we just have to, this is an opportunity to express uh, to uh, have faith. Faith? Yeah, faith that everything's going to be good. Wow. Go up. Yeah, that something good will actually happen. <laughs> yes, indeed. That's a good thing to believe. Hmm. <laughs> I'm, I'm growing a little thin. I'm growing a little thin with that, but okay. Come on. Come on. It's a beautiful day in Kentucky, right? It's snowing. It's snowing. It's a little cold. <laughs> a little cold. Beautiful day here in Arizona. It's not snowing. Still a little cold. I'm going to get out a little later, go for a hike. That'll be good. Yeah. I think it'll be good. They are having the International Super Bowl of Foosball in Lexington this weekend. I understand. So did you get signed up, or what happened? I, I, I know we, you were talking about that. I know. I looked at it. I went over there and checked it out yesterday. Yeah? I didn't actually play, though. Oh, really? I, I was sort of, I didn't have time, but I said, i got to at least stop in here. Uh-huh. And, and uh, there, there's a lot of foozers there. I don't know. Oh, yeah? Yeah. They they all have the same shot that we didn't have 30 years ago. Somebody must have <laughs> somebody must have invented it, and then everybody likes it. I don't know. The one that goes real fast, and then you're kind of scratching your head after it goes right past. Well, it's just an odd configuration, I thought. Oh, and everybody wraps the handles with these little rubber things. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't get it. Uh, but, for greater uh, traction or friction. Yeah, or it's but but it's like everybody's walking around with these ribbons around their neck. And I watched them, and so, you know, at the end of the game, they pull them off. They, somebody takes theirs and wraps them back around there. And wow. I said, why would they do that? But then they had a bunch of these tournament uh, foosball tables. They were really sweet. Yeah. So I, I tried playing it, and the handles are wood. Mm. And they are and they are kind of, you know. You can't grip them as well. No. So I see why they do it, but I'm just like, why don't they make the handles better on the tables? <laughs> Good question. I mean, I don't know, but anyway. Hey, maybe it's a uh, maybe it's a uh, sanitary uh, germ thing. I think it's more of a marketing thing. You think so? Yeah, because now they can sell all these little rubber ties. Oh, I see. <laughs> That's good. But you know, hey, yeah, you know, Ty. Once you buy the uh, once you buy the table, I mean, that's the big purchase. What else are you going to get? You got to get some more accoutrement there. You know, exactly. They've got to have some, you know, other stuff that you know the. the uh, Revenue stream, you know, they got to keep being able to sell, absolutely, sell some crap to go with it. So, so uh, now, how come you didn't like sign up? The did you kind of, or did you? Well, you were thinking about it. You just kind of decide not. I, to I wasn't. I was. I wanted to go. I wasn't sure if I'd play or not because I didn't. You know, I don't know. I don't know. I was just checking it out. It's still going on today, but all right. It. Hmm. I don't know. It was. It was interesting. I took some pictures. Young people, old people, middle-aged people. Some of each. That's good. It it seemed it's, it seemed like one of those things that was uh, tightly, um, you know, everybody sort of knew everybody and. Ah, uh, yeah. I was like, hmm. <laughs> I see. I don't know. If you get in there, you'd be breaking into like a whole established little 
social network. Sort of, and, and everybody knew it was going on, and I didn't. You know, there's a room full of stuff, and now this, and, and there was all this, you know, on the loudspeaker, and this table, yeah. and that table, and I was just, like, confused. <laughs> so I said, well, I'll mull this over. <laughs> but anyway. All right. So what should we talk about today? You're, you're prepared, Dave. What do you I'm want to prepared? talk about? Yeah, okay. Well, I had a few comments right off the cuff. Um, you know, this this uh, this week's reading, at least one of them, was that whole thing that you hear ad nauseum over and over again, every single wedding you ever go to, blah, 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 love is this, love is that, you know. First Corinthians chapter 13, yes. Which kind of is a bad thing, because it's actually kind of a beautiful thing. Yes. But, uh, but you know, you just hear it so often, it kind of loses meaning after a while. I, I did just read it, and, you know... I, I was noticing the part about how it bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things, never fails. I went, hmm, okay, that's where I am. <laughs> like, okay, go ahead. Are you in the enduring stuff? I think so. You're enduring all things? I guess so. <laughs> well, I, I did want to just, uh, as a general thing, say there were two particular phrases, as, 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 you know, if looking at all the readings, uh, you know, three readings, that I, I particularly liked, and one of them was in the third reading, the Gospel, and it says, Amen, I say to you, no prophet is accepted in his own native place. I think that's good. I mean, I think we all need to realize that. We're telling people things they don't want to hear, that, you know, they're not going to love you for it. I think that's, that's. don't you agree, that sometimes you got to kind of accept that? Yeah, but the native place has more to do with the fact that, you know, it's okay if I tell people who I don't know, but people you know say, well, hell, you did this and that, so how do you, where do you get off telling me this? You know? Yeah, I know, that's right. <laughs> that's right. I knew you when you were a snot-nosed kid. Exactly. Ever. Okay, let me, let me just bring something up. Okay. This is somewhat irrelevant, but that made me think of it. I, this just occurred to me this morning. <laughs> Being a snot-nosed kid, yeah. I'm sitting there was, uh, and I thought about Mary, right? Uh-huh. The, the mother of God. Right. And I'm sitting there going, I was I was sort of talking to her saying, how you doing, you know? And mm-hmm. it occurred to me, I went, so, how are you doing, Mrs. Carpenter? <laughs> I mean, you think about it. You know, when she was, Jesus was a little kid, and, you know, she was Joseph's wife and Jesus' mother. She right. wasn't Mary, mother of the God. She was, you know, oh, there's little Joshua's mother. Right. There's little Joshua Carpenter. Right. Uh, it just seemed odd to me that that you know, back in the day she wasn't really. Oh, hello there, Blessed Virgin Mary. How you doing? Sure, right. <laughs> she was just Mrs. You know, whomever. You almost hear that guy from uh, Leave It to Beaver. Hello, Mrs. Carpenter. That's a lovely shawl you wear. You know, something like that. Yeah, Eddie Haskell, right? Yeah, Eddie Haskell. Yeah. <laughs> or something. Well, right. Yeah. Well, I guess in that kind of reflects that point that they're real people. Exactly. And, you know, they were real people having this profound spiritual experience of Jesus and and God and okay. the force of the Holy okay. Spirit. Yeah. But but I digress. You were saying... <laughs> oh, I just thought, I, you know, yours is much more interesting my point. Well, that was the first line that I liked. And then the other line was in the first reading. And I've always wondered what this exactly means. Maybe you could clear this up for me. Uh, but And it says... Uh, Something about, but do you gird your loins? Now, I want to know what girding your loins is, because I hear this a lot, 
and it sounds slightly, um, I don't know. I think it's probably very innocent, but I think it sounds a little sexual, but I'm probably perverse. <laughs> but what is this girding your loins? What are you doing? You're, what, you're covering up your loins, or you're getting your loins ready? Or, I think it's like uh, putting on a jock strap, maybe. <laughs> you don't know? Didn't you study this in your theology, no. what girding your loins means? No, I didn't. Damn. I should have looked up, when I was doing my Wikipedia thing, I should have looked up gird. Well, that, that probably means something. Blah, blah, blah. Let's see. I... I think it's kind of like putting on a jock, though, you know. You think so? Because you're getting ready for battle, and you're like, you know. <laughs> you don't want your loins affected. You want to keep your loins safe as much as exactly. possible. Exactly. You want to be ready for fighting, and, you know, that means you're just not, you know, hanging Popping out. around. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm making that up. We should look that up. I mean, I really should have. I had time. I, I just didn't. Especially since you brought it up. <laughs> I know I brought it up. I didn't have an answer. That's kind of wrong. Nah. Oh, well. So, anyways... Um, so we got these two read. You know, I don't know if it's the first, but the the second and the third reading. So the second reading. What about all this stuff about love? I got some other stuff about love off of Wikipedia. Um, to kind of, as kind of a I don't know, corollary to uh, what they were talking about there. Now, let me run this past you. Uh, the very existence of love is itself subject to debate. Some category reject categorically reject the notion as false or meaningless. Others call it a recently invented abstraction, sometimes dating the invention to courtly Europe during or after the Middle Ages. Others maintain that love really exists, and it's not an abstraction, but undefinable, being an essence which is spiritual or metaphysical in nature. Some psychologists maintain that love is the action of lending one's boundary or self-esteem to another. Others attempt to define love by applying the definition to everyday life. What do you think, Ryan? Oh, God, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> what is love? What is love? You're asking me, huh? Well, you you know, you thought a lot about this. I mean, you're kind of a romantic. Yes. Well, Dave, funny you should ask that question. <laughs> you, know, you know I've done a lot of studying on this topic. Uh, you've done a lot of studying, thinking, analysis. Yeah, experiencing, writing, living, yes. Dancing, singing. Yeah. And, uh... But, you know, remember, I don't know, a few months ago I was reading that... Uh, oh, yeah, that book about the, the chemicals and the, the chemistry of love and all that. Exactly, by that anthropologist, what was her name, right. Helen Helen Fisher, I think, or something. Right, 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 right. And, and they talked about how, you know, all this stuff happens in your head. And, you know, and these chemical and serotonin and, you know, norepinephrine and dopamine and all this stuff, and... You know, and they did brain scans and said, uh, you know, it's difficult to tell true love from, you know, a mental disorder <laughs> sure. or something. And, and, and yeah, and so, so you get this. And interesting enough, this makes me think of this show. I was watching uh, the Discovery Channel last night, and they had this thing on Stephen Hawking. Oh, who, yeah. Who was the big black hole guy. Sure. And they were talking all about his 30-year you know, fight with this Suskin guy and how explaining the universe and the black holes and information. And and it was, I was sitting there thinking, you know, and they're fighting from a scientific point of view. Right. You know, about, well, if this happens, then that. And, and you know, he had proposed something that's saying stuff just disappeared in the black hole and then it disappeared. And that was terrible for the whole physics community because, gee, if information disappears, then that throws off our whole view of the world 
or something. Right. And and then they said, well, and if there was just one black hole, we could do something. But there might be black holes everywhere. Oh yeah. And, and all this and and it just made me think. Well, you Especially know. Especially in Newark. Huh. Especially in Newark, New Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I just have, I can't. Yeah. Resist but, it. But I'm just saying that, you know, and this actually. So, so I'm sitting here thinking about it going, well, they're trying to explain the universe. Well, and you get into this, and I've had my own theories of this too, but it, but it sort of relates all this stuff together. Like you just said, you know, what is love? Well, you know, God is love, right? Sure. That's what, you know, John 1 says. <laughs> and, and everything's a manifestation of love. And I've often thought about this. Well, and even the Buddhist concept of, well, you know, we're all really God. Isn't that what they say? When you right. get down to it, or the Hindu, somebody. I forget. But that, you know, and I'm sitting there going, okay, if you put all this stuff together, and then you take, you know, Einstein's equals MC squared thing, mm -hmm. where, you know, mass is just a big bunch of energy smooshed together, right? and all energy is really God, and so we're all really God, and I'm going, sure. okay, you know, so our essence then is to be like what to be who we are if who we are is really love then everything else we do is kind of you know illusion well it and does, only love is real sorry maybe yeah or or the fact that everything else we do doesn't fill us up you know yeah. it doesn't satisfy us because our at our essence we are love yeah because we are made in the image of God who is love right. so you know, so then, then you get into the stuff you were just saying. Oh well, God, you know. But then I try to explain it scientifically, like you know, your Wikipedia, and maybe it's this, and maybe it's this, and maybe it's an invention. Well, maybe, or maybe it's the essence of everything, and without it, you know, you're just floundering around. <laughs> sure. So without uh, it, there isn't anything. Without it, you're not as a person. You're not in touch with yourself. You're not. Right. What you're supposed to be doing. I'm, I'm not. Mm -hmm. I'm pursuing extraneous crap that doesn't really help the universe, you, other people, anything, because really, <laughs> love is the heart of everything. Yeah. And, and like, that's what I'm saying, which makes me go. And then you get this these people who are, you know, trying to explain it. Oh, it doesn't really exist. Or, you know, information is the answer. That's what they were arguing, you know, in that right. thing. Or, ah, you know, science is the answer. Drugs are the answer. Hmm. No, <laughs> I, I'm, you know. But, but so, so in that sense, you know, what Paul says in the second reading is really valid. You know, you know, faith, hope, and love remain, but the grace of these is love. And if you don't have love, you get nothing. So. Well, that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. And I think it, you know, I think the challenge as a, as a, in the mind of man, so to speak, is that we have these desires. We have love, and then we have these desires. We have these things that we think will make us happy, and we pursue those versus maybe that's part of our problem generally as people. We, we pursue this pursuit of happiness, maybe it's not the right thing to do, in a way. Maybe pursuit of love is more important than pursuit of happiness. Well, if you're in love, you're usually happy. Well, right. unless it's unrequited, of course, but... <laughs> you know, 
But you know what I'm saying. I mean, people yes. will have all kinds of things that they think are going to make them happy. Or they, or they think, you know, if you love somebody, maybe you think that person's going to make you happy, and maybe that's your motivation for, quote-unquote, pursuing them. Not necessarily that... I don't necessarily think you're being loving sometimes with them. Sometimes you just want what you want. Yeah. You know, maybe that gets everything sort of... I don't know. It probably screws things up on all kinds of levels. You know, just... I mean, one of the things I've been sort of interested in lately is uh, shamanism and, and just kind of uh, the view that Native people and the early um, I mean, Paleolithic people had that everything is connected. I mean, they didn't have this sort of distinctions. They didn't have all these distinctions that we have, I think, in our current culture that, you know, we're humans and we're different from the planet or the earth or, you know, the sky. Or I think they, they saw spirit inhabiting everything and I think there's I don't know I think there's some truth in that you know that we've we've kind of lost that you know if, if everything is God everything is love and God is in everything I think there's you know I think there's some truth to that I think uh, I don't know I, I think uh, probably I, I get you know when it gets that far out I have more trouble with it but you know that could just be me yeah. You know, like, okay, this cow is as much made of love as I am. Mm, maybe. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Well, you know, I think the value in it, to me, is if you look at how we pursue our goals on this planet as humans, we're, we're, we, we often pursue it in a very separate manner that doesn't really encompass the totality of life. We're not really thinking about how this is going to affect all the other inhabitants of Earth a lot of times or how it's going to affect the biosphere. That is true. You know, so, And I think that sometimes that stems from not seeing other things as, as having a value, whether you think there's God in there or not. Or, or just thinking that the world doesn't, you know, exist three feet from your head. Right. Exactly. <laughs> that I am the center of the world and therefore, you know... Exactly. If it doesn't impact me, I don't care. Well, that's wrong. Well, I think I, I really need to kind of read, listen to these readings because I, I my, me personally, I think I get all hung up in my own desires at times. And I, I'm trying to figure out in my head what's going to make me happy. And I don't know that that's actually the right way to go. It doesn't seem to make me happy a lot of times. It seems to make me frustrated or longing or, or whatever. But it doesn't exactly give me any peace. Yes. And I think it's more, it's also, I think sometimes it's, I think these descriptions of love, they're much more giving versus, I think they're more about what you do rather than how you feel, you know. Yes, it's true. They often, you know, it's not always a feeling, it's a choice. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So. so does this have anything to do with foosball, Dave? <laughs> Okay, and we didn't talk about the other reading. What about did we talk enough about that with the uh, the gospel? Or did you... uh, we don't care. We talked about that last week. Right, Unless you got something really hot to say. Okay. Well, I don't know. I think you're the best one talking about foosball since you had your recent experience oh, at man. the foosball extravaganza there in uh, Lexington, <laughs> right? Yeah, but I don't know. I, like I said, I already rambled about foosball, so maybe that was enough foosball for the day, and we don't have to tie. Pete, I mean, did you feel love in there? Was there love in there? That did you feel God? presence or just I don't know maybe that's a little stretch huh? it seemed a little inbred I don't know <laughs> that's why I need some new blood you gotta break in there maybe shake it up a little I don't know 
Turn I hope you do. I hope you get in there. Eh. Maybe. Maybe I'm too old. Oh, don't be thinking that way. <laughs> be thinking that. I really the the tables were sweet though. Now I want to go buy one of those thousand dollar tornado tables just because. Mm. <laughs> not that I have any money or anything, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> maybe there's one in your future. Yeah, maybe. All right, man. I think we're done. Okay. I think we've we've done it. We've we've come. We've boost. We've conquered. <laughs> yes, and uh, yeah, love for everyone. <laughs> All right. All right.